And a very good day, everyone. And wow, the clock's just changed. So I think we're running a little bit late on on, uh, on what's been happening this weekend. And we will, you know, as the year goes on, um, have another one. We'll adapt to that as well. So we throw anything in our path, we're going to do it. Um, I am here today, and it's a great privilege um, to introduce you to a new friend of mine. Um, I'm based here in Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah, it's... Uh, as you probably know by now, my name is Malcolm Evans. I'm a um, health, wellness, motivational business coach and, and so on. Um, but uh, Dise Ruth Egbegi, and hopefully I got that pronunciation <laughs> right from uh, yeah. <laughs> out of uh, Lagos, Nigeria. Um, we met the other day and had such a lovely conversation. I, I, I had to uh, uh, I had to share it with the world and uh, Dise uh, is a, a psychologist uh, and a child and adolescent mental health clinician. Uh, she spent the first decade of her career helping individuals with mood disorders. Now she focuses on her first love of helping people resolve uh, their grief and repressed emotions. Uh, she's a, a published author, um, and you'll you'll. If you're ever in Lagos, Nigeria, go go see her. But she's on the web like everybody. And later on, we'll, uh, we'll share a bit of information of how you can connect with her and also how you can uh, um, get access to uh, her, her supporting materials and, and book on this, uh, this topic. Dise, welcome. Thank you so much, Malcolm. Thank you so much. And um, it's a pleasure to be here. Okay, and um, I, I'm, I, I get fixated with these clocks changing. I never understand it or wherever. I, I understand, you know, farmers and wherever over the generations or wherever need to get up with the sun and so on. But uh, um, do you have um, the clocks change in the different times of the year in Nigeria? Not at all. Sorry. It's alien to it's alien to my life, <laughs> and I have a lot of respect for you all that have to deal with that. Yeah. Okay. Well. Uh, yeah. Well, look. What we're going to talk about today is really um, your um, your profession now, your calling, you know, and uh, you know, I've I've got it written down as grief counselor. It does that encapsulate everything that you do. And is there, you know, is it hmm. other things that you'd want to want to add on to that? I think for the purpose of this conversation, it works fine, even though there's mm. so much more. I am the founder of Passionate Therapists. And on there, we're very niche specific with the kinds of services we deliver. Yeah. So we have services for undergraduates, we have services catered to the corporate world and things like that. Okay. Yes, please. Okay. Yeah. So, Thank you know, you. You know, um, if we could just have a little, you know, almost like the background of what a, a grief counselor does and and expand a little bit on this topic, because at, at some time um, in everyone's life, we will experience this in, in, in you know, how does it how does it appear yes. in which different ways? So there's a few questions there. Hmm. So. Hold on a moment. I think I lost you for a while and my network. So I'm going to change my internet connection first okay. and then I'll have you repeat that question, please. Okay. All right, thank you. 
And if I can, I can find some music. I can play this in the background as, as this is happening. So uh, that'll come in the post edited. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, good. Okay. That was really swift. Great. Well, that's good. Obviously, you've, you've needed to do it in the past. So if you do it <laughs> that, that quick. In the, and and I've, I've got to say at the beginning of it, and I will blurt occasionally, you've got a very engaging and warming and lovely laugh. Okay. So thank you. Thank keep you. Keep it going. All right. It's infectious. <laughs> thank you. Okay. Thank you. Thank All you right. so much. All right. So back to the, the 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 question. If you could just sort of you know explain really what a what a grief counselor does. Okay. So a grief counselor helps people that have lost a person that is dead to them um, come through their grief. But in my practice, I have also evolved to helping people that are grieving beyond just the loss of a person to the loss of a self to themselves or having to deal with different transitionary phases of their lives. So grief or bereavement counselors help people deal with the loss of a loved one, basically. Okay. Yes. Great. Thank you. You know, you're a you know you're a trained psychologist um you know what led you into becoming a, a you know almost specializing as a as a grief counselor my personal experience with grief um so just as i was starting off my career in counseling i i lost my dad whilst i was undergoing my training as a psychologist i lost my dad and it took me or the doctors that were handling my case at the time, a long time to find out that what was actually happening to me was that my body was grieving. And when the doctor said it to me that my body was grieving and uh, all I had to do was waste it out, that left something in my head. That means there were a lot of people that were going through stuff and their bodies were responding in different ways as well. And they may not exactly know, or they may never know that what was actually happening to them was that they were grieving. And of course, we might go ahead, especially in Africa, we'd go ahead with different kinds of medications, trying to fix different things unknown to us that were grieving. So that that was very informative for me when I had to choose a specialization. So you know what? It's going to be grief. Yeah. And, you know, yes. it's, it's uh, you know, and it's having the gift to be able to solve a problem for somebody, you know, that's, uh, um you know, we've all experienced this. You know, I've been through mm. it and, and found my ways and, uh, and and so on. And I, I can, I would always say that I, I I never understand what somebody is going through. I can relate to it, but I can't say I understand. You know, what someone's mm. going through. Um. So, how long have you been been doing this? How you know? Uh... Hmm. So if you're asking how long have I been practicing yeah. since 2011, okay. how long have I been dedicated to grief on and off five years? All right. But right now I am wholeheartedly dedicated. To, I've been dedicated to grief in the last 12 months. Okay, wholeheartedly. Good. Yes. Um, um, what, what, what would you say the biggest challenges are as you, you face as a grief counselor? Especially because I'm in Nigeria. It would be getting people to the point where they're ready to talk about it. It's very non, it's not, a, it's not cultural. It's not normal for us to talk about grief. Yeah. You're just expected to move on. That has been, that has been challenging. Yes. So it's, it's almost like, you know, suck it up, internalize it and just, 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 just get on with things. Exactly. Yes. 
you know, is, is, you know, I, I, I could imagine, you know, many years ago when we weren't in this hustle bustle, fast moving, data driven, you know, pressurized world, you know, that mm -hmm. might have been okay. Mm -hmm. You know, how, you know, is that creating any problems in this day and age for people? Oh, yes. Without even blinking an eye. Yes. Without batting an eye. Yes. I had a colleague one time um, who lost her dad at an organization where I was working and she was the first child. So responsibility fell on her shoulder to take care of burial rights, informing the family that the dad's family that, oh, my dad is no more and everything like that. Unfortunately, the organization could not afford to let her do whatever she needed to do. And so between having to accept, first of all, that you've lost a parent, you have to now face all these people from your place. And now you also have to keep working. Mm -hmm. That's a lot for any human being to take. And eventually she had to resign because she just could not bring her head together to keep showing up at work and working the way she needed to work. It's, it's emotionally tasking repressed emotions will always come back at us no matter how hard we try to repress them they will always come back at us in one form or the other one form or the other it will always come back so it's costing us a lot when we talk of how productive we're supposed to be how excited we're supposed to be more people are numb than they should be in the world we live in today because they've had to repress too many emotions and if I'm numb, then I mean, you will not get the normal reactions you should get out of me. I will not be excited about life the way I should be. And over time, that could lead to depressive episodes. And that is not something. And some people will have psychotic breakdowns as well. We've had attempted suicide, all kinds of things. The outcome is never good. So it's terrible. And the world is, the world is really at a bad place right now because people do not have the room to express as much as they need to express. Yeah, it, it it and thanks for you know expanding on that. It's almost it's almost like a a pot where it it's boiling and then and the lid is going to pop off at any exactly. time or could pop off, but it's it's going to manifest in different ways for different people. And as you so yes. you know you elaborated there, <clears throat> so you know how can people cope? you know, with the different stages of grief, because um, I, I, I didn't look this up or memorize it, but I read it at some time that it, it's, we there's almost like an, a denial and acceptance and, you know, and I suppose these things play out just, you know, for everybody. Naturally. We're all the yes. same, yeah. Yes. Yes, they're all the same. So However, what... some people get stuck at the part where they feel guilty. Mm -hmm. The guilt just never goes away. I was speaking with someone the other day who told me he lost his sister a couple of years ago and he still feels guilty about it. He could have done a couple of things to have found her earlier and then gotten her the help she needed. Unfortunately, that just wasn't their lifestyle at the time. And now in retrospect, and it's been so difficult getting past that guilt, even though it's been a couple of years after her demise. So the guilt is one phase that seems to last longer in the entire process of grieving okay yeah. yes you know i i've met people that um you know almost like 
they're in the denial part of it. They they can't mm. let go of the the uh, you know of the partners, you know, mm. belongings, clothing, and stuff like that. And they they still hang on to this for for such a long time. Mm. And uh, it, it's almost that they it's like this this final break. And you know, I, I I've just recently gone through something that uh, um, re reminds me, you know, in a way of that. Um, mm. I, I lost my mother and father. You know, they they died first. My my father died, and I uh, went went through that, and that was tough for me. Um, I'm in a different country, and the guilt crept in mm. there. I should have been there more. So uh, actively tried more to be with my mother, moving back and forth. And uh, a couple of years ago, you know, pre-pandemic, she you know she died, um, and last week. What brought it all back was um, their dog died, Aww. and it was it was almost like you know that memory was like the last lingering sort of connection to them, hmm. and now you know the finality of of of, of uh, poor old Buster. You know he's a hmm. he's a. He's having lovely walks, you know, with uh, with my parents now. Um, <laughs> but it it was, you know, for, for the family that uh, um, we we saw that how my mother reacted and wouldn't let go mm. of things, and certainly mm. the dog was the the final reminder. So mm. you know, it's uh, you know, we we all, you know, we think we I suppose we we think we've we've managed things, but they they can resurface Absolutely. after a while yeah yes uh, and um and i suppose that was that was a question i had lined up to ask you is you know can can the, the grieving process really be sort of prolonged over a long long period of time absolutely yes it's a yes mm. it's a yes it can be prolonged it can be prolonged. Um, one thing that, so I'm going to just touch on something very quickly you mentioned there about people finding it difficult to let go of the properties that were attached to this particular person. As a community, we must learn to support each other. When a person has lost their spouse, it, of course it will be difficult for them to put the belongings of that spouse and send them away. At that point, we shouldn't let that person handle that responsibility. Mm really close friends and family members should step in and help do that. It's about creating room for the person to start slowly waking up to this new reality of not having this person physically present. And yes, grief can be prolonged. However, the one thing that could help us come to a point where we live in the awareness, acceptance and peace that this person has lived a good life and transitioned to another world is the interpretation we attach to their passing. We're all here, we will all die. But it's important that we make as many beautiful memories as we can. We have to stay connected to the best of our abilities. And we must learn as well as human beings that will be left behind by our loved ones to begin to crystallize their memories we could do something in honor of our loved ones that have passed 
that is a beautiful way to hold on to your memory to say, oh, I'm doing, I'm starting XYZ Foundation, starting XYZ Charitable Work, or I will go and help people walk their dogs once a month in memory of my parents mm. and the dog. Yes, that would be a very lovely way to reflect. So yes, grief can be prolonged, but it all comes down to the interpretation we attached to it. Yeah. And, and 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 thanks thanks for that you know as you as you were saying i was uh, i was thinking you know it um it, it it's got to come down to uh, the individual as well you know whether they what, what their beliefs are whether they 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 are feeling the loss as as a victim um hmm. what their their mindset is like woe is me or you know is there was there some gift really has that person moved along they're no longer in pain they weren't living a vibrant mm. life or, mm. or things like that I, I i love that what you said there about you know going and taking you know the a dog or doing something in a, in a in the name of somebody else that 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 has, has got to be such um an emotionally stimulating and pleasing thing for the individual as, mm -hmm. as, a, as a step in the process of grieving to say, look, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm giving back. I'm honoring yeah. that yeah. person. Yeah. You know, I, 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 I really, you know, I, you touched me with that. So, oh. okay. <laughs> All right. So, um, you know, I suppose some of the, the most difficult things that we could uh, ever encounter is, uh, you know, we, as as we age, we very high probability our parents are going to go before us. Did you ever come across the situation? You know, one well, probably do with with the loss of a child and 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 parents, you know, grieving then. And I suppose there's an awful lot of guilt and so on when that happens. So if I got your question right, have I met someone that has lost a child? Well, yeah, you, you do. You do meet people that lose children. Right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. And um, even in my family, I've had two sisters bury their kids. One is 16 year, my 16 year old niece and the other my two year old nephew. And those were difficult. Feel like I had lost a child myself. Yeah. I talk about it now and I smile, but I am, it wasn't it wasn't pleasant when these kids died. And having to see my sisters go through that, my parents should have to deal with that. Yeah. My parents should have to deal with that. It is it is heartbreaking. It is heartbreaking. Yes, it is. And there's no amount of... And I think that patience comes in in trying to help them to move on. But one of my sisters has gone ahead to start a foundation in honor of the memory of her son. And my other sister is still in the process of healing from the loss of her 16 year old and that was her only daughter she's still in the process of recovering um she's getting also a lot of emotional support from her family so <sighs> it is tough yeah it is a, it's a hard one but these things happen yeah well what, you know i'm thinking about the you know the, the family support and and you know a, a parent or whatever what, what do, you, do you come across the siblings that have, that have lost a sibling, you know, like brothers lost a brother or you know, uh, older or younger, you know, is is that a common occurrence that you you 
not 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 common but yes so in 2020 there was a a massive protest in our country nigeria what we're saying and the whole NSS protest mm -hmm. and that was that was a hard time for me personally because sometime in 1999 one of my brothers walked away from the house and never came back and we haven't seen him till today we have no idea where he is, if he's alive, if he's dead. But during that NSAS protest, and a lot of stories were coming out about how the police had gunned down people and their families had never seen them again, made me relieve the loss of that brother of mine. He was, an, he was an older brother to me. It made me relieve that, and I just couldn't stop but wonder. I couldn't help myself. Was yeah. he a victim to this thing? Was he a victim? There's no telling if he's somewhere or if he's really gone. So that's also a personal pain in my heart. And there are a lot of people in my country that have to deal with that every day. Never seen a sibling again. It's one thing to lose a sibling to death. It's yeah. another thing to lose them to nothing. You, like, you can't pinpoint and say, oh, my sibling is. No, it's just, just no telling. So yes, people who's, who's lost siblings to death, I have seen. And people who have lost siblings to not knowing in my country <laughs> yeah. is also something that I've had to come through. Yes, and and I I would would think it 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 comes to well first not knowing and there's no closure and then there's none the, whatsoever and then there's the, the, you know whatever's gone on in the relationship previously there's been no opportunity to to say goodbye. There's been no yeah. opportunity to say, well, look, you know, I said this before and I, I'm sorry, I didn't mean it. And yeah. I should have said it before and, and those those opportunities go away. Oh, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. I'm really, you know, I, I feel for you. you know, with Thank that. you. Thank you. There so, is something how, at this point. And I, so for my brother, he was a geology student. And one thing that I've imbibed is traveling a lot. Mm. It's one way that I get to honor him. To me, it's like, well, the world is geography, right? I will visit as many places as I can. Yeah. And then I also tell myself, now I get to live my life for more than just me. I have to do life for two. I get to do life for me and for him as well. And that has really been helpful. I, I, I can only imagine when you go somewhere, it's actually, you know, thinking, look, I, 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 I'm going to see this in my own way. Hey, I like the see. I like the the, the countryside. I like the culture. Mm -hmm. I'm, mm -hmm. I wonder what he would look for. You know, <laughs> I wonder the things whether he's going to be picking rocks up all the time. Exactly. You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. you know, I've got a I've got a friend who is a, a geologist, and he's like, you know, he, anytime he goes anywhere, he's always picking something up and saying, "Hey, this is quartz. This is, <laughs> you know, certain types of uh, of stuff mm -hmm. or whatever." Um, well, you know, how important is it and what can we do to support ourselves when we are supporting somebody else that's grieving? You know, at the start of this call, just before I got on this call, someone had called me and he left me a word. He said, do not make their problems your problem. And I was thinking about it from different directions. 
And so one way we can help people who are actually grieving is to let them own it. Mm. But most times, because it also impacts our emotions, we try to stop them. We try to say, oh, can't you talk about something else? Oh, can you just let that be? Of course, I understand that. But we need to learn as a people to understand that this is not me. This is not happening to me. This is happening to my friend. This is happening to my sibling. This is happening to my brother or my, my partner and allow them to be there. Most times, especially for untrained people, for non-professionals in the grief world, they're not expecting you to say anything. They're just expecting you to listen. Yeah. So if we can just be the ear that listens, and when we say, how are you? Be genuinely interested in what they have to say. If we can just listen and let them own the moment, it won't last forever. It's just going to come in moments and just let them own it. I I I love that we have, you know I'm I'm the ear to listen you know and you know for somebody that's <clears throat> you know there's you know, we're all going to die in different ways it can be an accident yeah. it can be through disease it can be it can be through prolonged sickness or whatever uh, mm -hmm. I can only only think that the you know people that suffer from things like cancer or some debilitating um, disease that gradually gradually wears them down to the point of finality and they die you know um, the being the ear to listen to somebody there because it it's almost you know I, I don't think anybody has been to a funeral without having their own like sense of mortality triggered you know, oh, we, you know, I, I should write my will out, or we've got to go to this place, <laughs> or we've got to yeah. do this, or yeah. Um, there's, there's always some, some trigger. My, my, my son went through this a little while ago, and, uh, and he said, well, he said, well, Dad, you know what, what? I feel uncomfortable when I, when I, when I sit with my friend, and this, this, this friend, hmm. unfortunately, had cancer. I said, well, oh wow. I said, go, go sit with him tell him what an impact he's made in your life and listen mm. to him mm. listen to he, he's probably got all sorts of emotions sort of pent up and he's either embarrassed or or got nobody to share them with and they're just going round and round in his head true go be the good friend go be the listener and uh, so I, i'm i'm um yeah i'm encouraged that you you, you said that okay all right. Well, um, in the moment now, what advice would you, would you give to to somebody who um, who is currently grieving? Hmm. Take the time you need. Really, take the time you need. Um, get all the sleep you can. Even though you won't feel like sleeping, you won't feel like eating, please eat and drink a lot of water <laughs> because your body needs the fuel. And to the best of your ability, talk. And if you can't find any ears, then pen it down. But express, ensure that you express the emotions as they come to you. Don't feel the need to bottle it up. Reach out for help somehow. Reach out to someone you could talk to. 
I know that worst case scenario, you want to get a pen and a book and write. Because, you know, something we don't realize is our memories will begin to lose certain information about the people we lose. Um, one thing I was very afraid of was not remembering what my father sounded like when he passed. And so if you have materials about the people you love, you want to save that. You really want to save that and hold on to them for as long as you can. Um, but also don't lose your health in the process of grieving because there are people who love you. If you are broken right now because someone has died, there are people who will be broken and feel even more pain possibly if they lost you. So the people around you need you. Grieve, eat, sleep, drink water, and grieve. Yeah. Don't lose your health while grieving, yes. And uh, I suppose just accept it. It's a part of life. and uh, It is, it, yes. It, it, it can be a new experience for, for people as they age. You know, we come into, into things that we've never experienced before, so yeah. that's stressful. Um, well, I, I, you know, thanks for sharing that, uh, that advice. Thank you. And, uh, um, final um, thoughts on, on this topic and, and, and how can people uh, get in touch with you. Um, I can put your, your website address and information here and, uh, um, you know, you know, what's the best way to get hold of you? <laughs> I think my website is it. Okay. Yes. And, and not to be concerned that it's in another country. Not at <laughs> the, all. <laughs> the, in, the internet is everywhere. It's um, everywhere. <clears throat> And you know the, the 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 takeaways that I I I get from this, you know, and uh, and and it is good to talk. It's good to talk about difficult topics. And yes, some I made some some notes here. I love mm -hmm. the the thing that you said. You know, look, memories are going to fade. When you have the opportunity, take photographs with people. Yes, record them. Make a little yes. video, hear their voice. Yes, yes. You know. Yes. And there's something I, I, I'd like to add to that. Um, we don't know when we're going to drop dead. Yeah. Just yesterday I lost someone. He slumped and that was the end of it. And he's young. He just got married last year. And that made me think about a lot of things. Every leaving the consciousness that at some point life would be over for anybody for anybody it could be me it could be my friend it could be anyone then i'd want to be more intentional about my relationship with the people that matter to me yeah sometimes we we wake up to the realization of who is important only after their demise so if we could become more intentional about how we leave every day do you want to talk to a person every day who are the people you want on your speed dial who are the people you never want to miss a birthday? Put that on your Google calendar. What do you want to do for your kids' birthdays? What memories do you want to have of the people that are important to you? We will all die and we do not know when that day would come. So to the best of our abilities, we must reach it, live a rich life, be intentional about the memories we create and tell people you love them and hug them as often as you can. It's important. Yeah, I, I'm I'm getting all goosebumpy listening to this. 
It's almost like no, not uh, intention. <laughs> no, it's that's good. The, the emotion is coming through. It's the it, it's almost like you know um, putting something on the fridge every day. You know, mm. live life to its fullest. You know, you you're feeding, yes. you're feeding your body with this food so you can go out and do good things. And you know, I love the, that. yeah, up in the you know up in the. Uh, uh you know this this whole theme of uh of what i've been putting together is all about toxicity and mm. you know we can things are all around us whether it's in the air it's in the food but you know the most damaging place i believe of toxicity is in the mind and in what you said there is so powerful as a detox mm. And, mm. you know, and I, I, I always joke with my, you know, my, my friends, we get together socially and wherever. And, and the ladies are always saying, you look lovely. I love your hair. I love the dress. They love each other. Mm. And I say to my friends, <laughs> you've not told me you love my hair. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and for men, this is so uncomfortable. Yes. Yes, and, you're you know, right. And we could get deep into this, or you know, cultural norms and everything like that. So every now and then, I, I would say, whoever's out there, whoever's listening, is you know, be uncomfortable. Tell somebody that first and foremost, if it makes you uncomfortable to tell somebody you love them, work on that. And mm. if it makes somebody uncomfortable to hear that somebody loves them, they could work on that help yeah them. yeah so, um so maybe we should have a you know uh, an international day of telling each other we love you <laughs> okay yes let's, let's kick yes. it off shall we yes i agree <laughs> all right Heck yeah watch more in this space all right well great mm. well um I, I i thank you so much for taking the time today to do this and i'm so glad we met and uh, hopefully we have you know additional conversations in the future do you have any thank questions you. for me before we wrap this up <laughs> i just want to say a huge thank you for the opportunity i don't take this for granted and i hope that everyone that listens in is able to pick up some important things i don't think that i have any personal questions maybe i'll just say how are you how are you malcolm <laughs> There's a, there's a there's a man on the radio here that always says he says um i'm better than i deserve okay and uh, that always yeah. makes me thinking or whatever i'm <laughs> i i go through the same things as everybody else in life just in 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 different uh, uh different amounts but uh i have to say it uh when i was talking about the dog you know buster my little brother um, yeah yeah that's that triggered um, mm. emotions which were just below the surface. Mm. And they weren't. They weren't finished, and that and that got me to, uh, you know, mm. my uh, my sister posted and said he's, uh, you know, he's gone for walks with uh, uh, with Mac and Jean, our parents, and uh, and I reflected afterwards. I was thinking, yeah, yeah, yeah not final closure but hey mm. we're getting closer and i don't think we'll ever be there i don't think we'll ever mm. we should never ever think that you know a door closes and that's over no you know it comes back mm. to uh, 
to individual beliefs. But thank you for asking. Yeah, okay. thank you. Thank okay. you for indulging. <laughs> uh, right, let's go out and let's uh, go go uh, share the love. Let's ask you know, so yes. tell people, you know, what's going on in their days, how we can help them. And uh, so often people are not uh, not used to to being engaged in that way. And I, I, I know they feel it. I know they value it. Yeah. In the quiet moments, they will tell you. Okay. Yes. All right, DC. Thank you so much, Malcolm. Touched, a uh, yeah, when I post this, I'll uh, I'll put all the uh, contact information and uh, uh, and uh, send me an image of your book. I'll I'll post okay. that as well. And uh, okay, all right, my love. Okay. Be well. Thank you. You're good too. Bye. Bye bye.